Where's the bone? Oh, there, there's I, there's animals everywhere. Oh my goodness! <laughs> watch out! Watch out! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm your boy Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you where I always am in my attic below the roof. Above the there are animals and people making noises everywhere. It is a free-for-all. It is sort of like a circus, but that Cirque du Soleil one where there's no animals being mistreated. Shout out to my friend, Elias, Johnny, Leonardo. This is and animal lovers, chaotic show. A little bit of chaos. We got some people muted. I got it all worked out. Look at me. I'm like an engineer, a host. And an altogether great guy, if I do say so myself. Now, <laughs> what? So here's the deal: this show is the Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. It is your professional and animal lovers show. We're here to perform, to educate, to help you learn, to really help you learn how to advocate, protect animals, and go to bat on those who cannot protect themselves. Maybe for the voiceless, Valerie talks about. So this all came out of an idea like most things. Like everything you look around where you are right now came out of an idea, a figment of someone's imagination. And this is the same. That's the Long Island Railroad. In case you wanted to know how I got to get out of here, that's my train. So we got to hurry up and make this. Sh- I'll, I'll be right there. That's the train. <laughs> They'll wait for me. They'll be back in an hour. It's no big deal. All right. So we're going to do the show. We're going to educate you. We're going to teach you how to advocate, as I said. And we're going to also have some fun especially today because we're going to be talking about holiday ideas how to take care of your animals during the holidays best practices when you have animals i don't really we have some fish here um we almost had a puppy but that's a that's an earlier episode you'd have to go back to september to find out about how that all worked out we don't have a puppy um more to come on that i'm sure because my fork <laughs> want to talk about that again all right so let's just jump into the show this came out of my friend's idea she called me one day and she said I want to do a show again. And I said, cool, let's do it. And she hadn't even really had a chance to explain what the show was about, but because of who I am, I was like, all right, let's just do it. And she goes, well, what do you mean? I said, let's just do it. Let's Nike, baby. Let's Nike. So I introduce you to my partner, my friend, my comrade, my pal, Val. <laughs> what up, kid? What's going on? What are you doing? Who is that on your lap? <laughs> So we are so excited. This is Jovi, a.k.a. Santa Paws. Santa Paws is coming to town. This is our holiday party show. It's the first. It's the inaugural one. I want to do this every single year. And we're going to give you great gift giving ideas for animal lovers like us, Mm -hmm. as well as some great and important holiday safety tips. In fact, I should mention that like a half an hour ago, our smoke alarm went off and I'm having a heart attack. Um, I had a fire. Right this second, because we got to call somebody. Yeah, like a half an hour ago. It it stopped. It was a false. Well, it was a toaster thing, but. I'm more worried about the heart attack. You're okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. I'm. (laughs) Well, you have to realize my apartment building burned down in 1998. And so I do not recommend fires. They're they're just not. They're not. Not very positive. <laughs> I'm not, you're not getting away with that. You don't recommend fires, like I, 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 I highly, I would avoid them. Yeah. Like so if go, actually, if go camping. If you and I were going to go camping, and we bring our families camping, I don't go camping. We're not going camping. An old friend of mine one time said I invited him to go camping, and he goes, "Dude, I work all week long, so I live inside. Do you think I'm going to go away with you to live outside?" Yeah, <laughs> it made so much sense to me. Yeah, logical. I have to just give you my very first tip, which is, you know, it happens to be candles are very popular during the holidays. Obviously, Christmas trees. It's Hanukkah. Tonight's the fourth night of Hanukkah. Candles are a big part of holidays. Funny you should mention that because this this young man was delivered to my house. This is Moisha. This is my mensch on the bench. So if you're not watching, if you're not watching on Facebook, I don't understand why you're not watching on Facebook. Shout out to John's family over in Ireland. I'm sure they're yeah. watching. Right now, they're all tuning in. They're all giving me big thumbs up. So, turn off the soccer game. Turn off the soccer game and put on our show, guys. <laughs> yeah, prioritize. You got to prioritize. So, talk about the candles, Val. What What are we talking about? So, a couple of things. One is, especially with like the menorah, because people like candles, and then they'll walk away and get dinner going or whatever, or they might take a phone call. If you have any pet who somehow can jump up, let, let's say it's on a coffee table or something, 
uh, A, they can knock it over. B, they can burn themselves. So it's really important to just don't leave them unattended and obviously make sure that they are out at night. Same thing with the lights on your trees. Every year, about 150, 160 people's homes burn down because of, the, of their Christmas tree. It usually happens between nine and midnight, like after dinner, people fall asleep, whatever. And uh, the other important thing, hold on a second, I have to show you this is to always make sure you know where your fire extinguisher is. <laughs> and I, I'm blown away. A lot of people, A, don't have them, B, don't know how to use them, and C, like today, if all of a sudden your smoke alarm goes off, yeah. how, how long is it going to take you to get to your fire extinguisher? Mm -hmm. Like, if you have to remember where you put it, mm -hmm. and then a lot of times it's under your sink, and you've got to dig out, and now you're taking out chemicals like soaps and cleaners to get to your fire extinguisher. You yeah. have to remember every second counts with a fire. So it's just really basic stuff, but it's really important. So I wanted to start with that. Let's get that. the that is incredible, though. That's incredible advice. And I'll tell you, I have a friend of mine, Jeff Sully Sullivan, who is actually uh, he's got a company. Um, around readiness and being prepared. And he was telling me, you know, if you like, I don't really do this. And, and I want to tell my wife that we should probably think about this. Like if you go to the store during the winter and you should probably have blankets in your car, you should have water in your car, you know, things happen, people get stranded and often they're not ready for that. You know, I used to say, I got my credit card. I got my cell phone. I got my keys. It's all good. I could disappear for a weekend, but that's not exactly, you know, being prepared. And I was never a boy scout. But Val, I know you probably think I was a boy scout because I'm so buttoned up, but I was never, <laughs> you didn't think that I didn't think you would. It was a joke. So, <laughs> so I think that um, there's really something to be said for being prepared. And I feel a little silly to say, I'm not really sure where that fire extinguisher in our house actually is. And that yeah. can and that's it's a very common. And to be honest with you, had I not ever had a fire where I had to evacuate a building at three thirty in the morning on January thirty first, I probably would have been one of those people too. And yeah. it's very, it's not sexy. Like a lot of times when someone, a friend of mine, it has purchased their first home or something, I give them a fire extinguisher. Like everyone else is giving fun kitchen stuff and vases, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know, but but you know what? I got to make a joke. I got to make a joke because I can't, I, I deflect from reality by making jokes and it makes me feel better. And then I'm not anxious. <laughs> yeah. Same with me, Tommy. Same with me. Sir John, that's why we met and we got along so quick. Here's, yeah, straight off. Here's what I'd say. Val, all I'm thinking is, let me show you something. With Jim Carrey, Fire Marshal Bill, when he was on, on, on In Living Color, most of us are probably old enough. John, I don't know if In Living Color made it over the the, the Wayans brothers back in the 90s. I know. Yeah. So that was. We're like, pretty modern. We're pretty modern, Tommy. You know, like we, we, we have like, we have electricity. I don't know. You know how silly am I being? Like, I don't even think I have TV over there. You know, I actually yeah, tell you. It's still black and white. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's all good. <laughs> you still got to wind it up. You got to wind it up at the back. Yeah. I got to like yeah. You got to have the rabbit you, you, you just never know where this show is going to go. All right. I have another. I never know. Valerie, try being me. Oh, she's hypnotizing. I have another. Yes, I'm hypnotizing you. To come back, bringing it back to safety. I have another great little dip. Um, shatterproof, shatterproof. That was me trying to smash this. It does not break. You can bounce it on the floor. Shatterproof ornaments are a game changer. I mean, personally, I have a bunch of glass blown ornaments, whatever. I love that whole, um, you know, medium for art, but, uh, I put as much as I can, like the bottom three quarters of the tree, all shatterproof ornaments because cats cannot resist ornaments and tinsel tinsel is very bad it's toxic for them so when they are trying to like you know be rocky and they're like ba -bam, ba -bam, ba -bam, against the ornaments one of them is going down sometimes you know more than one and it's just a mess and you don't want any of your pets to get cut or you know abrasions on the glass yeah. super practical information i mean i yeah. i feel for granted Right on, John. These are two things I didn't know. First of all, that's John Dingley there. Hello, John. How are you? Welcome to the show. How are you all doing? Nice to meet y'all. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And next week, it's just, it's all about you. You'll be with us, and we're just going to talk all about you, but we wanted to have you here for the holiday event, especially 
why else would we have you here other than you got that incredible shirt on right now? Show it. You have two great shirts. <laughs> got, yeah. So I actually, I got this from my ma. I got with this. This this came in from Ireland. So it's like. Uh, oh, you got some mustache on that dog. We got him. Yeah. I like that. I so like, I, I, like I was saying to you guys earlier, it's only fitting to wear it for um for this show, you know. So uh, Absolutely. So, and I'm so I, glad I, that you did that. And um uh, we also we have to introduce our other two guests. I'm gonna wrap up my safety tips and then I think we can get also back like more into the guests. Um but this is also really important. So when you have a a cat or a dog specifically, if you have a real tree, a lot of people use real Christmas trees, the water that you put your tree in to that the tree needs to soak up and not dry out becomes toxic. Like there's a lot of stuff that comes off the tree. Like it's basically turpentine. So if you see, you know, you try to secure it, like what they sell um, kind of like these pouches or they're almost like garbage bags with like an elastic thing around it. So the animals can't get into the water. The other thing that's highly toxic and very popular during the Christmas season Poinsettias, holly, holly's really bad, and also mistletoe. But you know, mistletoe is usually hanging up high, so it's it's not as easily accessed. And last but not least, because my dog always would try to do this, is (laughs) keep your animals sober. And what what I mean is very simply, animals, you know, they're attracted to scents. And like, if you have a coffee table or something that's lower, and an animal could get to it. Um, my dog used to do this all the time. He'd jump up onto the coffee table and try to drink someone's scotch or someone's beer. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's very bad for them. Alcohol is very toxic for, you know, um, the pets. And we just... Uh, it's pretty bad for human beings, too, in fact. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Just yeah. as a frame of, while we're talking about it, as a frame of reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, so you can That's consciously bad. make the decision, though, you know? <laughs> so. That's true, though. And, and people, and you know what? A lot of people don't know, and a lot of people think it's cute, and a lot of people think it's funny. Um, but that's another thing. You want to just let your guests know, like, if you're having a party and you're, you know, having a white elephant party or a regular Christmas party or something, you just want to let people know. Keep an eye on your drink. If you see my dog trying to get your drink, please, you know, don't let that happen because it can kill them. Not, all right. So all, all kidding aside, it's not, it's not funny to feed your animals and pets alcohol. It's right. also, and I've seen this in movies and stuff like that. If you're doing other things, like you might be smoking something, it's also not funny to blow smoke in the animal's face either. Right. Whether it's a cigarette or, or something else you might be smoking, don't blow that in an animal's face. Not right. cool. Got to go back. Got to rewind. You said a white elephant party. I don't know what... I, I don't want John DeLonardo calling us up saying we're abusing elephants at Christmas time. So I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means? Oh my God, that was a show. Maybe I do, but I'm trying to make a we're trying to make a show here, Val. What does it mean? I don't know. A white elephant party just means that you get a bunch of friends together, a bunch of people together, and everyone either brings a gift that they want to re-gift because they don't like it, or maybe they re- they already have it. Um, or you know, you said like a dollar man, it's usually like 20 bucks. And you will wrap a gift that, you know, um, people you think would want or not want. A lot of times it's gag gifts. Like one year I was at a party where somebody gave away the, uh, that like shake weight thing with like, it was oh, like a yeah. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there were people that were like fighting over and that's, they usually do like a number system. And if you're, if you are picked last, you can knock other people out. And it's fun. Um, there was a very, uh, terrible t-shirt. <laughs> oh my God. And we're almost out of time. All right. So the oh, last, hold, gift- on, hold on. Billy, Bob, Billy bad. What's his name? Big mouth, Billy bass, you know, big, you know, that fish that's on like a thing and he would. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like that. I gave away. Yes. I actually brought to a white elephant party, an actual fish. I actually, a live <laughs> fish. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, and I wrapped it and I made it very clear. I was like, you cannot shake it. You can't, you can't shake it. Guys, do you remember the, the vacation Christmas movie with Chevy Chase when like yeah. she brings over like it's like a jello and it's got like cat food like in it? Yeah. And she says, you know, say Grace. And you go, Grace died 10 years ago. And it's like that. My brother and I used to watch that. that movie, like, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great that movie. Is. 
So we're going to come back. Valerie probably has more tips, but I want our friends to, they might have tips themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm almost done. I'll be done. It's look, it's, we like to talk in case you guys didn't know. I know. That's part of the show. (laughs) Who else has tips? And and then there's a lot to cover about what opportunities might be around for the holidays for you in Mm -hmm. plugging in. I mean, this is our, 12th episode of the show, Valerie, which was, as I said, a figment of your imagination. And now it is 12 days of Christmas. Oh my God. We're like, fantastic. We're like celebrities. I'm going to throw my hair back. We're like celebrities. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. It's kind of how it is. All right. We'll be right back. This is your professionals and animal lover show. That's Valerie. I'm Tommy. That's John. That's Linda. That's Daniela. We'll be right back. Two minutes. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. This is Pals, the Professionals and Animal Lover Show. That's Val. My name is Tommy D. What's up, gang? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. The whole thing. I was just showing some of John's pictures from his Instagram. You know, I'm on the Instagram, too. You know, TommyD.NYC, if you want to see 60 Days of Service, what we're doing out there. Uh, I, I imagine I might be doing some days of service down the road uh, with some of these animal organizations. So if you're running a rescue and you want your boy to come down and do some service work, I mean, listen, I've picked up poop at a day of service. I mean, it was an animal rescue thing. I wasn't just out. Ah, forget it. All right. I don't want people to think I can just walk around picking up poop. And I'm like, oh, day of service. That's not how it works. In fact, I, love, like, how, I love how you call it the Instagram. Like the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, the about, Instagram. Yeah. And you know what? Zuckerberg in that movie, he called it yeah. the the Facebook. I know, like, whatever, man. I'm Val, I'm all about the social media. That's my gig, man. I'm big on the social media. You, you know, that's not so, true at all. <laughs> let's ask Linda and Danielle if they have any uh, holiday safety tips or, and or, of course, um, I know you guys at the Pet Pantry, you have some swag, you have some merch. I think this would be such a great gift for any animal lover. I really do. I love being able to say, I'm going to get, you know, my cousin a t-shirt from this, uh, you know, rescue or this uh, animal advocacy group. And this, look at what they're doing with all of the pet food that gets donated. Let's talk about it. You guys have some safety tips and swag you want to share? Um, hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? Good, Daniela. How are you? Good. We have t-shirts that we're trying to sell. Actually, I don't know if I could show you this. I'm wearing it. Oh, very nice. Nice. Move back a little. What's it say? We lend a hand to those. Lend a walk. walk. 
Duh. I don't know. Big guns. Yeah, I love us. Yeah. It's called, John, it's called Pour It Forward. Pour yeah, It Forward. Brilliant. Yeah. And we're a pet pantry. Fantastic. Uh, that is fantastic. So where does somebody get a t-shirt like that? They could either email um, happypourforward at gmail.com and they could request one. And we also have some zip-up jackets, um, which I'm trying to find mine down here somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I can show you a picture. Like a nice windbreaker, maybe? Mm-hmm. We're very limited on sizes. So, because we have ordered a few times. And, of course, that's a lot of money. And then we get stuck with them and we can't sell them. So uh, well, we're gonna try and help you with that for sure. What do you got? Show us what you got there. Hoodie. Nice. Can you like, see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a good hoodie. I'm actually, yeah. I actually, I'm in the market for a couple of hoodies for my son, especially these dog and animal ones. That's his gig. So we got to work that out. Valerie knows about my. I like, I like your colors too. I like the colors. Yeah, real nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's Linda in the background. Linda, so, what about you? Do you have any um, holiday tips that you want to give out? Or Absolutely. Um, I just recently recertified with the American Red Cross. They also they do a pet first aid class. And after the class, for all time of year, not just the holidays, but especially the holidays, it's great to have it. Because God forbid something happens, whether something breaks that someone has around and the dog steps on and gets cut. The kit, you can go online and look up from the American Red Cross what should be in a pet safety kit. It's yeah. amazing to have because it's as simple as cornstarch. You yeah. know, there's stuff for them if they need to be made to vomit or not vomit. Just tourniquets if there's an injury. Because our dog, the day after it was done, we adopted, the rescue dog opened up his leg. And within 10 seconds, I was like, thank God we had the kit. We used cornstarch, which is really safe to do right away, and then did the tourniquet till we got him to the vet. It's so. another great gift idea, too. I mm. mean, I I assembled a pet first aid kit. I took, uh, it wasn't in person because of COVID, but I took a, a canine CPR and um, pet first aid also course. I got like a certificate in it. And um, <laughs> I mean... It's, it's, you learn a lot. Like you really Absolutely. learn a lot. You learn about bloat, you learn about burns, you learn about, um, you know, when they're overheated or um, dehydrated, you learn what to do. Really yeah. cool stuff. I think I got lost in the feed. I don't know where I am. <laughs> oh, you're still here. I started sharing. Uh, I went right to the Red Cross website to share. Oh, excellent. Perfect. Cool, yeah. Yeah, since you called it out, I figure our, our Facebook friends could check it out. It's got cat and dog first aid online training, and then there's uh, mm-hmm. a pet first aid app too. So everybody's got an app, you know. I mean, yeah. now, I have to say it's incredible. It really is. Yeah, I would even take it again just to have the refresher. But it's also it's also and really informative with the phone numbers. Like, like yeah. if you think your dog ate an avocado or something, which is also very poisonous for them. Really? Avocados? And I, stop there for a they second. Are. Really? Yeah. Very, very. Like, like they I mean, chocolate. Or, I mean, could you lose the animal? Like They could die. They could die. Wow. Yep. It's the same, same with onions as well. you got to be careful. Onions, you know, people think they got give them stuffing. You think they're going to be okay. But, like, stuffing always, well, a lot of I stuffing would, has onions in it. Make this toxic. Yeah. I wish, honestly, I wish I took this course like 10 years ago when I first got my dog, but also I feel like every pet pet owner should take like a first aid, um, pet first yeah. aid course, but yeah. So well, that's anyway. what I do with my customers when they wind up coming, I always ask them to take the class because they need oh, to go. That is really good. good. Idea. We should, we should maybe consider doing it. Right. You Even just to have the phone out. numbers to call. Like, so if you think yeah. your dog is, is poisoned and you call, they'll guide you this. What did they eat? How long ago? What, what, are, what are their symptoms? Like, you know, and like you said, they'll talk you through it. Like if you need to race to the animal hospital or if you need to induce like vomiting anyway. So yeah. that's a great tip. What else you got? Wires, watch for wires because nobody realizes a lot of times the dogs just out of nowhere. Decide to chew fire, they can electrocute themselves. So, wow. you want to keep the tree safely away from or anything that has that wire that they might wind up chewing on. 
You know, it's not a, it's not like a, John. I know you had something to say. I'll add right up there. Just makes one point. I, it's not a joke when you take an animal home. And I will say it, yeah. a shout out to my friend who was one of our first guests, actually, our, on our first episode, Regina Mendoza, who I visited with um, Camp Happy Tales NYC, and and my son and I did a day of service out there, and that's where I was. Uh, the aforementioned picking up of poop. That's where it happened. If you want to know exactly <laughs> where the poop picking up happened, it was in Queens. Uh, you know, I would say, and, and I say this affectionately, it, you know, Regina runs things, um, you know, it's uh, very deliberate, very intentional and, and uh, some level of militant over there because it has to be because she's protecting these animals and all the way up to the point of potentially adopting one of the animals. Uh, she's got a very structured process to make sure that the people know what they're doing. I mean, you know, when we were kids, my wife and I got a dog and you know, I don't know if I've shared the story here, but I was going to get my fifth or fourth or fifth earring. Like I used to have like three earrings and two earrings all in my ears, just all in my ears, everybody. And um, <laughs> so, so we'll just stop there. So uh, and, and we walk into the mall in Roosevelt Field and I think they saw us coming because this chihuahua was like a pound and a half winked at us. And uh, I didn't know that dogs could wink, but he did. He winked like that. <laughs> And uh, we, you know, we took him home and we financed him. We financed the dog. Like you didn't even have to have any, like you didn't have to have any money. They were like, give us 30 bucks. And then like for pay us like 150 bucks forever, every month, forever for that <laughs> life or something like it was really great terms. I was a heck of a negotiator at 21 years old, <laughs> but we didn't know, like, we didn't go to the store. We were at the mall to get an earring. We didn't go to buy a dog. No one was saying, do you know what it's like to have a dog? They were like, you should buy this dog is how it went yeah. down. So I, I just, you know, there's so much that you guys are talking about as someone who is not a dog owner. And I think I'm probably the only one on the meeting right now who does not own a dog. I, you know, I, you need to learn these things. This is yeah, great. Right? And even if you have a dog, I just, I, I just have to jump in really quick and just emphasize this because this is one of the things I wrote down also. I don't know if you could see it. It says adopt, don't shop. Oh, well, it's back. But anyway, that's what it says because Pet stores still to this day will finance an animal, um, although there's proposed legislation to make that illegal. Uh, because what happens if you stop paying? They're going to repossess your pet. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> but but second of all, you know, pet stores will sell anyone with the proper amount of money a pet. They don't care what home you bring. There's no vetting process. They don't care. Nothing. if there's no background check on you. They don't care what kind of home, if it's appropriate or not for like, if you're going to bring home a German shepherd pu puppy and you're living in a, in a basement apartment and you work nine to five and this dog can't get any exercise, there's a very high chance that dog is going to be either surrendered to a shelter or rehomed. Yeah. And there's so many beautiful adoptable animals in rescues and shelters all over the country and that doesn't even account for people that are just individually looking to rehome. I see it on Facebook every single day. I have a neighbor who said, do you know anyone who wants a dog? And, and I saw it yesterday. There's someone with a medical issue and they have a beautiful dog and they have to find a new home for it because they can't take care of it anymore. So really, do you want to exactly. give your money to a place that doesn't care who the animal is going to mm. you want to adopt a beautiful, loving animal and I'm find the right fit? So a family, did you say family member, John? A family member, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I, I can never fathom. I just, I, I can never understand why, why the whole like, I just, I, you know, people just obviously do it, you know, for the, the, like they, they go out and they want to keep up, I guess, we keep up with the appearances and get all these like bougie dogs and you get all these these dogs that are cliche looking, looking nice and pretty or whatever. Designer and dogs, designer dogs, and then you're just going like. Well, if you're going in with that attitude, what quality of life is a dog going to have? You know, like if, if you're just going to use it as an accessory, right on. like, and it's, I, I just, I don't get yeah. it. Like, I might just have you know, so many thing. dogs out there. It should get a stuffed animal. Like if that's your thing, you like, well. yeah. you know, like I remember, like, you remember that show? Um, it, For me, it's a lot about TV and movies, but that one show with Paris Hilton and the other one, like, um, uh, who's the guy like, uh, uh, Nikki something was there was a show it's like the not so simple life or something like that yeah it was oh, on MTV yeah. back in the day or something like that these yeah. are like these, these like socialite young women whatever yeah. like had um they would carry around like these little carry a dog it was like a, a dog in a pocketbook 
And I was like, yeah, yeah. And now look, I, I bought a Chihuahua. I didn't know anything then, Valerie. It was 20 some odd years. I know. We're all getting smarter. I'm learning. Okay. I'm learning. Stop being mad at me, Val. I'm trying to learn <laughs> this stuff now. Yeah. We do have to take a break. And when we come back, though, I, John, I want to hear about your, your stuff. Like, talk to us, you know, more so about ticks and tips and tricks that you might know about you know safety for animals in your own world because we're going to really dive in next week when you come back with us about what you're doing and those wonderful pictures behind you but um when we come back let's talk about some safety stuff you might know about and um valerie i know she has a whole lot more to teach us and and the ladies do and i'll just be here for comic relief so we'll be right back this is pal Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Tommy D, professionals and animal lovers fans. Shout out to Sherry Ehrlich checking in on Facebook. Thank you, Sherry. She's saying forward, baby, pod forward. Um, Look, what a cool name that is, pod forward. I love that. I I love that whole thing. We talked about it last time when you guys were on the show. I mean, you know, I love that pay it forward movie. It was a great movie. Um, uh, Look, whatever. Kevin Spacey had, you know, challenges, whatever. But, in you know, great movie, great story, that whole thing. Um, great message, great, great message. message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, listen, I love it, and people say that all the time. Like, you got to pay it forward. You got to pay it forward. Like, what a cool, what a cool concept. And you guys are starting uh-huh. doing it. So uh, during the break, a couple things. I was showing uh, some of, of some of John's drawings. Uh, it's actually you go to Johner J O H N N E R draws. That's on the Instagram. The Instagram. L Instagram, yeah, you got a grandma. L for you know, because I'm bilingual, I can shake it up. Perfect context, Tommy. Perfect context. (laughs) John, tell us what's going on, man. What about? I mean, you have you have a dog, or do you have more? What What do you? What's your pet situation? Talk to us. So at the minute, at the minute, I got uh, I've one dog, I've Bronson. He's uh, he's a rescue from Rough House Rescues, NYC. we we have been trying to adopt even like prior to the pandemic. We've been trying to trying to adopt, and it just nothing was coming around. And then um and then through the pandemic, you know everybody like like had the same mentality. It was like try to get a dog, you know, you know companion or whatever. And then um then we were disheartened. We we weren't getting a we like there's nothing being come our way, and like we were looking to adopt a dog like. Of any age, you know, it didn't matter what age he was. But then, Roughhouse Rescue had kept, uh, funny enough, had kept our, our records on uh, on file. So a couple of months after we had applied with him, they reached out to me and Katie, my fiance, and uh, they 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 said that um that they they a litter of pups that were in need of a home, and they'd saw it, they'd they they saw that we had applied for 
like a dog, you know, like middle age. Well, like, you know, from two up, like two, three up. And they were wondering if we were willing to look after a, a puppy. So we were like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll have some of this. Yeah. And then um, then we, we just... We'll we, have we got some a- of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he went out and then... Let me get some we went, of that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, I, I was... Because I'd never, you know, so they'd come in and they, they could have been like our youngest, this back in Ireland, her name was Sheba. And she uh, she was like probably around one when we adopted her. Mm-hmm. So, oh, sorry, when we when we took her in. And um, so like, you know, she was she was past the, the puppiness. And, so you never you know, had, so you hadn't had that little that little baby dog. Like, oh, no, we never had a baby. Yeah, a baby, baby. And then when we when but I was apprehensive, I was really apprehensive when we reached out because I was, you know, a singer looking out there like a baby nine weeks old so um then we went out we we ended up we met the the foster mother and she she's a fantastic fantastic woman she was uh kathy i want to make sure i pronounce her name it's a uh, uh, bush bush bomb i think it is bush bomb but she had actually rescued she had rescued the mother from a kill shelter in uh in in texas unknowing that the unknown the mother was pregnant so when when she uh, through Rough House Rescue, so when she came with the Rough Rough House Rescue, she gave birth to seven pups, and one of them then thankfully the stars aligned and our name got got picked out that we were that we were uh, allowed to go out and meet the pups. And once I, I went out, I met Bronson. Yeah, I, was, uh, I know I know someone who um who uh, fostered a pregnant pit bull in her home um, through a different uh, organization. I believe it was Last Hope. But anyway, um, she, this dog gave birth in her house to nine puppies. And it's, it's amazing what people will do to help the animals and foster and actually be your house becomes like a maternity ward. But listen, in the interest of, I want to table the rest of your uh, story for when we have you on as for a full show. Yeah, yeah. I want you to talk about your artwork and, and how do people commission you? Cause I think having a portrait of your pet or pets is also another great gift, even if you just give it to yourself. I mean, I yeah. sent Tommy a picture. I told you the other day, I, I tried to do an amateur, a very amateur drawing. I'm terrible. I could show um, it. Would you like to yeah. show it? Go ahead. I want him to see how bad I am. So this way. No, no, it's never bad. It's never subjective. It's great. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I, love, I love that, that you, that you say that, John, because that's, that's real. Like that's supporting yeah. you. Well, right. it's very nice of you to say, but the truth, I'll tell you oh, what. Yeah, he hasn't seen it yet. He might change his mind once he's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I for a laugh. There I, love it. A, I, I love that. Though. That's, that's freehand. It's great. It's freehand. And, and look, it's, it's, it's organic. That's what you know. You know what the funny thing is? You see the similarities. You see that you got the character. And surely that's. That's why so all sweet. of them. No, and I'm not. I'm not saying it for the sake of the show. I'm not saying it for the sake of the show. I'm deadly serious. I'm deadly serious. So I'm gonna, you know, all kidding aside, John, I'm gonna get that picture that Valerie drew on a T-shirt for me. Yeah, right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'd wear that. Absolutely, I'll wear that. Then I will get you one. We just got to find out your size. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. People like like if so if if someone wants to get a, a a picture drawn of of their dog or whatever. So are they 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 email you a picture? What's the turnaround time? Like what's the what's the cost? You know, like give us a little yeah. detail. So so it's um so now now I've sort of I've taken this to us like to. Like I, I've taken a bit further in the sense that I, I am like taking commissions for the longest time. I wasn't, I was just doing it just to more of an art therapy, you know, just to get me through it. So now if, if I'm in the process of um, getting a website set up Good. so people can, people can um, touch wood. I'm hoping it would be ready by the new year, but it's uh, at the minute it's all word of mouth and it's um, it, people send me out emails and I, I've been hanging flyers and, and uh, posters around the neighborhood in Sunnyside. And thankfully, Sunnyside is a big, big, big dog community. Is that like right? It's, it's, yeah, it's like, it, it's it's incredible to work. Like, and like there's a there's a park down the road called SUDS, which stands for Sunnyside United uh, Dog Society. And they were campaigning for years to get a, a dog run in the neighborhood. And they, they achieved it. And it's just they have a group on Facebook. If you get a chance to check them out, they're brilliant. If you're looking for advice, medical advice, uh, just anything, tips like what we're doing here, like in regards to giving tips over the holidays. Yeah. Um, 
What is it, John? John, call it out again. Sunnyside. So it's S. So S U D S. Okay. So like it's Suds. Um, uh, Suds, which stands for Sunnyside. Uh, Sunnyside's. Uh, geez, I'm losing train of thought now. Um, Sunnyside's United. Uh, you know what? I'll just send it to you, Tommy, because it's. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, I, I just I said it a second ago. But these guys, they're, they're just. They're Suds Mutt, actually. So. I'm finding it. Suds Mutt. Sunnyside so, United Dog Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got um, it. I found it. So we'll share this out, gang, for you. I'll, yeah. I'll, it's, uh, but if you look it up, it's Suds. S.U.D.S. M-U-T-T-S. Okay. Yeah. So they, they thankfully that, you know, because we bring a Bronson down to the dog park, I've been getting commissions through that. So a lot of word, word, word of mouth is being going around. And yeah. um, and then from that then, I, that's how I, I end up getting a, a place in horseability, you know, through a friend I used to work with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, know, Andy Andy Broderick. that's how, that's how and, we met. Annie Broderick, right? Annie Broderick, yeah. Annie, buddy of mine, I sit on the board of horseability, right, pal? I get there. My dad, thank you, dad, for donating the Italian ices. And we're out there. And and right away, I go to John's table, and, and I met Katie. John was doing something else or whatever, talking to somebody else. And I start chatting her up. I said, all right, what's the story? Are you guys, do you, like, I, I was, like, very sneaky. I said, <laughs> very sneaky, Tommy, do you move? I was like, so your dog, did you did you buy him at a pet store? No, 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 we, we rescue. And I go, oh, my people. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. I wouldn't have said anything rude. I just don't know right. if John would have ever been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. made me very, I'm very, I'm very finicky, Valerie. And it's all your fault. Well, I, I tell you, Tommy, it's funny you were saying that. Because I was actually... I was, I was over I was over buying a hoodie off the, the horse guilty guys and I could see Katie, I could see the whites of her eyes, but she was beckoning, she was like, get over here, get over here. Yeah, right. so I ended up that's how I met Tommy. So uh, oh she was saying this she's this guy's great. Come over here, come meet him. That's no, what she's like, Joe, get out, keep an eye on this guy, keep an eye on this guy. She's she was a doll, she was so sweet and, and actually yeah. we have a picture. My son, uh my younger son wanted one of your prints. It's it's the horse. He's got these like big old horse teeth. Yeah, that's, is it, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that that's it. the Dingle Donkey? My dad's my dad took that photo back in uh, in Dingle in County Kerry, Ireland. Is so, it, uh, it, it that, the Dingle Donkey? Is that what it's called? The Dingle Donkey. Yeah. So I painted them. I ended up painting them for that. It just got funnier in my having that picture in my house. I love it. I yeah. love it. <laughs> but, uh, but then back to the charity. Back to the charity. So then I I yeah. took it upon myself and um I was going okay. Well, I was doing the commissions and. After just seeing the work that the guys were doing with Rough House, Rough House Rescue, and it's predominantly volunteer based, so um, I was like, if I can, if I can, um, if I can give maybe something back, you know, give a portion of the proceeds uh, of the my artwork, and uh, and then the ball just start rolling, and then it's it's yeah, it's been fun, you know, it's it's. I'm loving this. You know, I get to look at beautiful so pets. Now, all day. I have to ask you, what's the turnaround time right now? Like if someone wanted to commission a, a portrait f- through you, one one pet, let's just say, for example, yeah. what, what uh, like how much time is involved here? So it's, uh, it, I usually allow for like four to five weeks because okay. they're all, all hand drawn. They're all, right. Uh, right. You know, okay. I want to make sure it's right. And um, it's, so, we'll put the way awesome. it, it could be less. The, the Guinness uh, is this you? You are these? Yes. Your, wow, these so are nice. So, guys, just I really, everyone who's listening, I really encourage you to go to his page and find him on Instagram because these drawings are spectacular. And like before, the, hell, the, yeah. <laughs> I, the dog is reading Pet Cemetery. I'm I, gonna okay. again well, look at that picture when it's dark out, John, because that, that movie, you know. Yeah. Stephen King stuff freaks me out, man. I got to tell yeah. you. I, I tell you what, the story behind that was, guys. So I live beside Calvary uh, Cemetery here in New York, uh, in uh, Sunnyside. And I used to walk Bronson through there prior to it. He kind of, long story short, he had double knee surgery. So yeah. he he was, you know, he couldn't obviously go for walks anymore. But um, I, I thought it'd be only fitting to draw him, you know, sort of reading Pet Cemetery, overlooking the cemetery oh, we used to walk him in. That is so, uh, pretty, there's a lot there because you see out of the back window. I stopped sharing, but out of the back yeah. window. The Guys, we have a lot more to cover. Actually, we have no, to go. I, need to 30 30 seconds. I, know 
I know we're over, but I need 30 seconds because my friend Tanya okay. Bible rhymes with Bible. Just uh, Tanya, shout out for the book. Thank you. I yes. appreciate you. I, we called it out last week. Yes. I, I was texting with Tanya. I said, you want to get on the show with us real quick? She said she cannot right now where she is, but she said, I said, do you have any tips? She said, yes. When traveling, buckle them up with a dog safety belt. So when you're in the car, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of things have evolved. I mean, you, some of us yeah. on this call might remember our parents just sort of tossing us in the back seat. You know, no belt buckle, the whole thing. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk more about this book when we come right back because I know Val yeah. wants to pull it out. But Tanya, thanks for sending yeah. me this. I owe, Hi, you Valerie, I owe you Valerie's address because Valerie, I know you want to get one for Valerie too. Val, when we come back, you bring us back because we're going to be in a lightning round. We're already way over. We're in a lightning round. Lightning round. Be right back. This is Pals, your professionals and animal lover show. Bye. <laughs> Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Can you guys hear me okay? Just checking. Yeah, we're back. Okay. Let's do it. Right. Perfect. Hold on. Moisha, are you okay? Moisha, the mention on the bench says, take get it away. Ready. Get ready to go here. We are coming back with the holiday lightning rounds, and I'm going to rattle these off, and then everyone can jump in and elaborate. But here we go. Going back to our first show, we had Reno Di Maria, who owns Joanne's Gourmet Pizza in Roslyn. He's a huge animal lover. I met him in an anti-puppy mill protest. So if you are out and about doing holiday shopping and you want pizza or just a really great meal, he's got chicken farm, he's got all that stuff, hop into Reno's uh, Joanne's Gourmet Pizza. Or if you're smart and you're doing a holiday party at your home and you want to mail it in, which I highly suggest so that you can actually enjoy the people at your party, get some catering done from Reno and Joanne's Gourmet Pizza. They've been around for 60 years, family business, great people. And like I said, they support the animals. And it's two miles from my house. So if you go to Reno, you better call me up and I'll meet you for a slice. <laughs> Damn Happy Tales NYC, also on our first show. Um, uh, they are a phenomenal organization, foster-based out of Regina Mendoza's home. And they have swag and merch on their website. It's a great idea. It's a great gift. I would love a long sleeve shirt if anyone's interested. (laughs) (laughs) Catnip Nation. That was a phenomenal documentary film done by uh, the producer, Tina Traster. We had her on our show as well. Um, You can purchase the movie and it's all about how local politics can impact animals and animal welfare. And one of the segments, fun fact to know, features the landfill Oceanside Cats of Oceanside, New York. Cat Lip Nation. And I know there's a lady in a kayak that was going over there in the opening trailer of that. And that's my friend, my buddy, my pal, Val. In case you didn't know that, now you know. Valerie's in the movie. I, 
I had a small no, cameo. No, 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 no. Your dog gets to be the mascot. You get to be the one in the kayak. <laughs> <laughs> We're running out of time. Val, go back. Ugh. Heather Malpe, who is an estate and trust lawyer. Uh, she's actually located in St. Augustine, Florida. That said, you can do this in any state, wherever you live. But a lot of people are planning for the New Year's resolutions. Is this the year you get your estate plan and affairs in order, which is super important. And most people don't realize it until someone in their family passes, usually a parent. Mm -hmm. That said, also, she does pet trust. And so do other estate and trust lawyers. And it's important to plan for what happens. God forbid something happens to you. What happens to your pets? Gallup NYC. I believe they have swag on their website. Um, Aaron Meyer, who does not have uh, his own website or anything, but he does, he's a supporter of Alley Cat Allies. You can go there, you can make a donation. Greg DeFranza, who's on the board for SAFE, which stands for Saving Animals from Euthanasia. You can go there. You can actually, they have a thrift store you can donate stuff to and they'll sell it and raise money, or you can make a straight donation. Um, John DiLeonardo, now running Long Island Humane, formerly known as Long Island Orchestrating for Nature. He's got a great website. He's got great info. You can volunteer, donate, etc. Purchase. Tanya Dibel, Rhymes with Bible, award-winning Boone, the therapy dog. I love it. This is awesome. Not only does she have a book called Bowtie Boone, but they also have a coloring book now, which is what I, I have to get it. Yeah. I want to get this book. Don't tell anyone for my cousin's <laughs> kids. So my cousin's two kids, they're going to love it. And it has a great story. It's such a phenomenal story. Joey's paw, they, they um, provide prosthetics and wheels for animals who need them specifically in rescues and shelters. And it helps them get adopted. I mean, is, is there anything better than this? There's nothing Nothing better. Um, the Shabby Tabby out in, I believe, Medford. Uh, Renee Kraft was our guest. She's big with TNR and she does a lot for cats and she highly recommends the Shabby Tabby. Um, I will save Danielle for last. Sunny Nardoni, uh, Pet Rescue Coffee. Who doesn't love coffee? coffee. I, can't believe it. I, was, I was on these shows and I forgot we had all these people. I know, I know. It's, I had to write it all down. But PetRescueCoffee.com, they drop ship. It's awesome. And they donate a percentage to um, Save a Dog, Save a Cat, which it's Sad Sack. That's how you remember it. Sad Sack. Um, and then uh, also, just for my own sake, uh Tommy Demisa gave me this awesome book. Who knew oh, that nice. Joe, yeah. Joe Gatto, Joe, shout out to Joe Gatto. Who will be I think he signed that book. Signed, and he has now rescued. This book is is outdated. He has like six or seven on this cover. Wow. He's now up to like 13 rescue dogs. He's he's unbelievable. Which is the only thing, since, since Joe and I are acquaintances, I don't know if he'd consider me a friend just yet, but it makes me feel okay that I didn't rescue that dog because Joe is rescuing so many freaking dogs that I almost <laughs> feel like it's, it's a right that I didn't, you know, adopt It's that. more than all right, Tommy Demisa, and I, I want to <laughs> thank you publicly, and I want to let everyone know that it is it is just a, as an important of a decision to know when you're not ready to bring in an animal into your home. Yeah. So I commend you for that. And of course, there's so many ways to support each other. So guys, we have a couple of minutes left. I'm pretty much done other than saying Tito's Vodka because they donate to rescues. But what I have a couple things. I have a couple things and we'll go around the horn really quick. Sherry Ehrlich, shout out. You know, obviously Tanya's checking in on Facebook as well. I want to send an across the ocean shout out to my friends in Dublin. I got Finn, Ryan, Charlie, Bobby, Henry, Mikey. They're all in Dublin, wow. right? Shout out to you. They're my nephews. I know it, but I'm half Irish. I mean, I'm not any. I'm, I'm from Long Island. I'm 100% Long Island. But my <laughs> mother's family is from Ireland. Feeney, F-E-E-N-E-Y, and the Coxes, right? And I, a special shout out, speedy recovery to Peggy, who's recovering right now. So much love. That's my mom. She's in I hospital at the I can't wait to get it. It's been a long time since I've been on the Emerald Isle. I mean, it's a long time. It's like 15 years. I'd love to get okay. back soon, John. So we'll have to figure that Damn. out. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, so any any last tips you guys have for us that you want to share with us before we uh before we move on? I have one. That Linda? Yeah. One Linda, second. we can't hear you. We'll get you cleared up. We gotta unmute you. Just unmute yourself and tell us that tip. Okay. Okay. One thing I have is during the holidays at all times, always keep a current picture of your pet and make sure your exits and entrance people way is secure. People can lose their dog on the holidays when someone's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to have a picture so you can post it and everyone can see what they look like now. 
It's really yeah. special. Really special. And and not to be silly about it, but um, you know, if you have children, I think it's always a good idea to have a, a picture of your child around too, for for similar reasons. You know, it's, <laughs> it reminds me of, you know, the, the other type of animals some of us keep around. We call them kids. You know, so we are the other children in the house. <laughs> yeah, so right. Some of us don't have fur babies. We have regular ones, and you gotta, you know, it's certainly. A, I think it's a good practice to be mindful of daniela anything you want to share with us maybe something that's going on over by you real quick before we move on um, yeah, we're having a public pickup on december 11th for anybody that needs pet food they could contact us through happy port forward at gmail and they could send in a request we will send out a form um and they'll have to fill it out and send it back okay. we're also asking people if they could donate because we're getting a lot of requests for cat food um cat food. for and, and I also want to make sure that we emphasize, so if you are in business, if you own a business and you want to help and you can do just simple, a simple drive, put up a cardboard box, you can help pull it forward, pet pantry, collect a blank ton of food. Yeah. And Tommy Demisa will go there and pick it up and deliver. <laughs> That's my pal. <laughs> That's really nice. No, of course I would. I got to go down to Aunt Kathy's house. I mean, I went out That's to the, right. the the store. I left the show. I ran out. I bought the cat food. I had to do a couple meetings, and then I left a meeting early. They go, "Where where are you going?" I go, "I, I can't. I just I got to go deliver this cat food to Aunt Kathy." And they're like, "You That's don't right. even have an Aunt Kathy." I go, "Well, I kind of do now. It's a whole story. <laughs> don't worry about it." <laughs> John, really quick before we go, go away. John, anything? We're going to see you next week. John's coming back. We're going to really dive into the John yeah. story, our story, our similar behind the bar, the whole thing. That's where yeah. I. Yeah, me too. I bartended. I know, nice. Yeah. Oh, we, right. might need, we might need three hours for next week. John, real quick <laughs> yeah. before we take us home, anything last you yeah. want to point yeah. out? Yeah, Jud, um, just want to thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I've, if anyone's ever interested in, in trying to get a, a portrait done of their, their fur babies, contact me a uh, portion of my proceeds goes to rough house rescue um there's if it wasn't for them i wouldn't have my best friends so i just i just if anyone's interested you can shoot me an email i'm sure you'll get it through um through pal's show yeah. so thanks for having me john, thank you john thank you we'll see you next week if you can't get to john you can get us at uh professionals and animal lovers on the facebook the facebook <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff and you find us that way daniela you have one last thing you want to say before we go yeah, for the month of december um pour forward i run a defensive driving class for december we're giving back from december 8th to january 8th to bobby and the strays we get back five dollars per student that does the five, uh six hour course Nice. So just so everyone Bobby, knows that this Bobby in the Bobby It sounds like last like, month we gave back to Camp Happy Tales. I thought it was like a doo wop. I thought they were going to do like Bobby in the Strays, a shoe bop, shoe bop. All right, we don't have time for this. Time <laughs> it's so silly. Yeah. All right, we close the show the like this. Best show ever. Best show ever. Absolutely. But here's how we close the show. We do it every single week, and this is the way we do it. And it's total commitment to nonviolence. Gandhi always included the animals by stating the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way. Its animals are treated. Thank you, Valerie, for your vision. Thank Amazing. you, our friends, for joining us today. This is Pals. Make it a great day. See you later. Happy ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. 
As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 